Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, November 1st, 5.37 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures down a half cent at 6.91. January soybeans up 13 and three quarters at 14.33 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat down seven and a half at 8.74 and three quarters. December Kansas City wheat down six and a quarter at 9.72 and a half. December spring wheat down seven and a quarter at 9.74. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Ratings and reviews, very much welcome. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit the like button. Uh, leave me a comment if you guys have yield updates, crop updates, basis updates, any sort of opinion on anything that I say here, drop it in the comments. Those comments really help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. Uh, appreciate it as always, guys. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of, all of my grain marketing recommendations, lots of charts, graphics, weather information. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. I do a brand new one every single business day. Yesterday, I talked about Russia's exit from the Black Sea grain deal, my general thoughts and opinions on this stuff, uh, some things to be aware of. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up this morning. It's 50 bucks a month. You can cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. I promise just a ton of information uh, direct from me every single business day. Truckers in Brazil are blocking roads following the country's presidential election. So truckers, and I think there's protests elsewhere, uh, they are supporters of outgoing president uh, Bolsonaro, who has yet to concede the election. And uh, it sounds like there may be some sort of I don't know if it's going to be a protest. Uh, he's been totally silent, hasn't conceded. Bolsonaro's son on Twitter thanked his father's supporters and said that they wouldn't give up on Brazil. I'm not quite sure what that means, if they're going to contest the election or whatever. But in any case, truckers are um, calling for a military coup to prevent newly elected president Lula da Silva from taking office. Protests have spread across key Brazilian agricultural areas, uh, blocking the movement of grains and oil seeds and everything else. Federal police in Brazil said that 321 protests in 26 states had partially or fully blocked roads. Uh, truckers, I guess, have generally benefited from the outgoing president's policies, uh, lower fuel costs, things along those lines. So I, I don't know if this is the reason why the soybean market is independently strong this morning. It probably has something to do with it. I'm not sure exactly which way this goes. Uh, Bolsonaro is supposed to speak at some point today. Uh, if he ha if he has not already. Um, in addition, in the beans, sometimes when you see this independent strength, maybe that's indicative of some Chinese interest. So if you were to see some flash sales reported today or tomorrow, that wouldn't be shocking to me. But this could be a big deal potentially. I mean, it feels like we see these, these trucker strikes and protests uh, often in Brazil, but this one feels like uh, maybe it's a little bit different. Grain ships continue to leave Ukrainian ports despite Russia's exit from the Black Sea grain deal. So we all know by now, you know, on Saturday, Russia said we're out of the deal. Now, it's being reported this morning that, you know, grain ships are still uh, leaving Ukrainian ports and at a record pace, as a matter of fact, on Monday, Reuters reporting a volume of 355,000 metric tons of ag products were shipped. 
Russia said yesterday that it was impossible to guarantee the safety of the ships after its withdrawal from the deal. Insurance companies have said that they'll stop writing policies for new shipments, although policies that have already been issued will stand. Uh, This morning, it was reported that three more vessels left Ukraine. Uh, The U.N. said it's continuing talks with Russia, Ukraine and Turkey. So, I mean, the headlines, you know, across the news wires are constantly flowing. Um, You know, somebody from the U.N. said this, somebody from Russia said this, somebody from Ukraine said something else. But in any case, I mean, grain continues to move. What's the next headline or what's the next big change? I don't know, but it needs to be monitored, obviously. U.S. winter wheat ratings are the worst on record. Only 28% of the U.S. winter wheat crop rated good to excellent in the first rating of the year. You got to go back to 2012 to find your prior worst rating, which was 40% good to excellent. So this is like bottom of the barrel, worst initial rating we've ever seen. Uh, And why is that? Well, because of drought, and you've got drought over Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, Texas, places like that. There were a handful of states with ratings of 30% good to excellent or worse, and it's basically those states, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Colorado, Nebraska, and South Dakota, all rated 30% good to excellent or worse. Uh, The winter wheat wheat crop is now 87% planted, up from uh, 79 last week, 85 on average. So, I mean, this is pretty obvious, and I think everybody knew that the ratings were going to be bad, this initial rating. We knew it was going to be bad. Maybe we didn't know it was going to be this bad. Uh, The wheat market doesn't really seem to care. It trades lower this morning. USDA will continue to issue these weekly winter wheat ratings through the end of November, and then uh, they basically pause until April 1st. So you'll see uh, another month's worth of ratings here. In regard to corn, harvest is moving uh, very quickly, 76% harvested nationally versus 61 last week, 64 on average. You got a few states that have not yet hit the 50% mark with corn harvest, Colorado, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. States that have surpassed the 90% mark include Texas, Kentucky, Tennessee, and North Carolina. Soybean harvest uh, also moving very quickly, 88% of the crop harvested up from 80 last week, way out ahead of the 78% average. Only a few states have not yet reached the 75% mark in regard to soybean harvest. Missouri, Kentucky, Tennessee, and North Carolina. You got some uh, rains slated to fall over some of these uh, river valley areas. Now, there's nothing on the radar here of significance this morning. But here's the next seven days. And uh, the government map, at least, says that you're going to see a whole bunch of rain in these northern river valley areas. Iowa, Illinois, uh, Wisconsin-Minnesota border in particular could see two inches of rain, maybe three inches of rain. This stuff's going to start to accumulate Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So this could be very helpful to the river situation. And also, you notice some of these areas of uh, Oklahoma, Kansas, uh, part of Nebraska, some of these areas of the Western Corn Belt, these areas could use rain as well, uh, without a doubt. So this is very much welcome. Uh, Is this forecast realized? I don't know. But again, this stuff is kind of slated to hit like Friday, Saturday is when the accumulation will begin. Uh, Your fall crop insurance prices are set. The month of October is over. The DEES 22 corn contract averaged $6.86 per bushel in October. Your spring insurance guarantee was $5.90. So this is the third year in a row that that fall price has been better than the spring price in corn. The NOV 22 soybean contract averaged $13.81 in October. Your spring price was $14.33. Talk to your crop insurance agent regarding the implications uh, for your farm for uh, corn in particular. Cattle market was lower yesterday. It did finish off the lows by a little bit. We'll see what develops today. U.S. dollars lower. Stock market's higher. The uh, S&P's up 34 ahead of the cash open. The Dow Jones up 200. Bonds are sharply higher. Gold's up 15 bucks. Crude oil's up $1.29 at 87.82. 
in the December WTI. Have a great day, guys. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.